Hey, Sydney mates, it is not long now until we head up to your city to do a live Little Dum Dum Club podcast and our solo shows at the Factory Theatre. May 10th is the day that the live podcast is happening on. May 10th and 11th are when we're doing our solo shows. And if you want to come and see all three, that is the podcast, my show and Carl's show, in the same day, there's a three-show super pass that you can get for just $50. Uh, Everything's at the same venue. It's super easy to work out. Uh, The super passes are nearly gone, so if you want them, uh, jump on them now because there's barely any left. Uh, There's plenty of space for the solo shows on Sunday if you want to come to that. Uh, We'd love to see you down there. It was so much fun last year going up and meeting all you guys. So, uh, yeah, you can get your tickets right now from littledumdumclub.com. Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow. Sitting next to me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Hey, um, have you read The Slap, the book The Slap? Uh, no. Uh, but you know what it is, Australian uh, novel. Yeah, yeah, about it's a, about uh, what a family that slaps another family's child. The whole family yeah, slaps and, a and child. Right. <laughs> Voltron style. They just join their, their hands together. They just line up, yeah. So it's just someone slaps a kid that's not theirs. And uh, So my girlfriend borrowed it from someone and she read it and she said it was really, really good. So I thought I'll start reading it. So I was sitting there with her the other day and I just started reading it and I thought I'd like just do something silly and pretend to be reading it out but like make it sound really bad. Yep. So I'm sitting there and I've got the first page open and I go, slap went the man's hand across the boy's cheek. Everyone looked around in terror. Was this really happening? Did this man really slap a kid who wasn't his? And then I've put my head up and I've gone, I don't know, this sounds like it's going to be a bit shit. And my girlfriend's just kind of absentmindedly doing something else and she goes, nah, it gets better. And I'm like, no, no, that was me pretending about the book. And she's like, oh. And I'm like... But does it actually get better if you thought that that was an actual bit of the book? It says like the large print version of the book. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So now I was just like obsessed with like coming up with like bad intros to every book. Like, boy, I'm a wizard, thought Harry Potter to himself. (laughs) Should I get rid of this big scar on my face? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Should we bring in our guests today? Um, Am I going to make it through the episode? Is yeah. my voice going to hold out? Yeah, you've got the, the festival shit voice. I think yeah. that's a term. Yeah, I've got yeah. the sweet uh, the sweet timber that yeah. uh, I sometimes get. Uh, first of all, making his debut on the Little Dum Dum Club. You know him from the Chasers War on everything, among many other things. Please welcome into the Little Dum Dum Club, Chaz. <laughs> oh, shit. Does that work? Yeah. Does that work? Because you've got what? the headphones on. I don't have the headphones yeah, on. Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, yeah with the drum roll. I Is just bailed excited? out because I realised I don't know how to pronounce your last name. I don't know either. Does anyone yeah. know? Cool. <laughs> Lichardello. Yeah. Oh, he's good. Yeah. Lichardello, yeah. there you go. Actually, I, I, a lot of people get my name wrong. You'll be surprised to hear. But I'm not surprised at all. No, but, but at least you had the decency to bail out. Because, yeah. Yeah. because my favourite story about mispronunciations was my... Year seven science teacher literally went through the entire year, not just not, not just getting it wrong once, the entire year <laughs> calling me Pizzarelli. <laughs> and I did correct her. Yeah, well, I just wanted to be polite because we are of the same ethnicity, so I That's thought right. common courtesy for one of my brothers. You come from the same village. Yeah. Oh, you're autistic too. <laughs> <laughs> also making a return to the program, uh, you know, from Tofop, Fofop, Gruen, pretty much everything. Please welcome back in the little Dum Dum Club, Will Anderson. Uh, 
At least your teacher kind of knew your name. I went through entire year 11 chemistry. My teacher's name was Wally Vermalen. He was Canadian. And he used to talk about uh, peanut butter sandwiches and uh, what was the Canadian, uh, what's that TV show that every, Degrassi, Degrassi Junior High. Oh, yeah. He would always talk about Degrassi Junior High. And for one year, I used to sit next to a guy called Mark Howard, who's now like a big time sports reporter on yep. like Channel 10 and on the radio and stuff. But we were like, you know, best friends at high school. And uh, for one year, he used to call me, you, you. Mr. Howard's friend <laughs> for one whole year. And you got his name, which was weird. Right. And he couldn't remember what Yeah, but Malin, you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've had trouble with uh, I, my show this year is called Will Luminati. And on paper, that which is where the only place I'd ever, when people said, you know, what's the name of your show? Yeah. I just shot them the thing up, well, I'm going to call it Will Luminati, right? Yeah. And. I would thought that was going to be a great name for the show, but I've done a bunch of radio interviews with dudes who aren't across even how to say Illuminati. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, mate, when James Brayshaw, uh, the footy guy, tried to plug my show at the end, he almost turned his head inside out. <laughs> it was like halfway through the title, he had a stroke. It, it, but it, hey, maybe they are part of the Illuminati, and that's just a trick oh, to throw you off. Oh, Double bluff. That's good. That's anyone, if anyone, that's a knew. sweet Illuminati <laughs> move. Yeah, yeah. That's the first thing they go for, like the grill team. Yeah. <laughs> Most powerful people <laughs> yeah. in the world. Can I ask you, Will, yeah. is that the reason why all your shows have your name in it? Because it's a cry for help because that teacher who couldn't get your name? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? When you think about it, it could be. It actually could be. <laughs> well, speaking of names, I, um, I at the end of my festival show every night, I have to go in and uh, kind of clean up the venue before the next show. Will, I'm sure you have a similar experience here. Um, <laughs> but sometimes people have left their... Do you literally have to clean up the venue? No, no, because oh, I have like... I've have... seen a show, it gets very messy. Right? <laughs> it actually does. I have the audience throw underpants at me so right. I like get rid okay. of them but uh, people often leave sometimes people have printed out their tickets and they just kind of they just leave them yeah. behind they just leave their trash I don't behind. want any memory of this <laughs> yeah. I don't want to claim this on tax no yeah. I don't want my accountant seeing my shame <laughs> but like uh so far, the two people that have left behind tickets, they've both had names that I'm now obsessed with. Oh, okay. The first one was uh, two tickets under the name of Howard Boy. Oh, yeah. it's that oh, Howard yeah. Boy. Howard yep. And then last night, there were two tickets under the name of Richard Greco. Oh, like how the, is that? Could it have been the Richard Greco? Is that, I don't 21 know. Jump yeah. 21 Jump Street. Jump Street. Oh, yeah. maybe. Man, you're too young. Is there any chance yeah, that Richard Greco came to your show? <laughs> <laughs> that I would be pretty chance. amazing. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, the guy, he didn't even point me out. Poor old Richard Greco is like, yeah. you know, I, I want a bit of attention these days. I've gone off the radar a little bit. You know what? I could be a celebrity and yeah. like, you know, I'll find a, like a good medium-sized comedy festival show <laughs> where I'll definitely be the most famous person in the audience. Yeah. And That's I'll sit there. And I... <laughs> I bailed out on what I was going to say at the last moment. It, it, it actually makes... I, I rounded you up. <laughs> it, it actually makes perfect sense, though, that Richard Greco would go to Tommy's show because you know his whole career was hanging around drug dealers who mm. were like kids. So oh. now he goes to see comedy, where's he going to go? Yeah, right. Look at me, he looks like a kid. I, I hope that you don't actually have a cold because I've got a bit of a cold as well and we've both got the same sort yeah. of croak. But um, I hope you don't have a cold. I hope I'm on the podcast where your voice finally breaks. Yeah. <laughs> this would be great. Historical moment. Come back yeah. next week and it's all like, hello. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just like a, a, a publicist that's got like a celebrity 
into your into your crowd to mm. get you in confidential. Right. Oh, yeah. last night. Spotted. Richard Greco. But yeah. also, like, he'd be sitting there going, oh, it's a small room, this is embarrassing, he's going to point me out and make fun of me. <laughs> yeah. And then it hasn't happened for yeah. the whole hour. So he's just, that's how he's, right. he's just, oh, I better leave the ticket leave behind the with ticket. my name on it. <laughs> so, so he knows. So there was some record. That Greco was, was here. <laughs> he got Greco'd. Yeah, because you know what this <laughs> is. You got Greco'd. <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story. Josh Earl, a friend of the show, um, once did a show uh, five, six, seven years ago and he had a publicist and he was asking the publicist, like, so, so what do you do? Oh, I guess. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you, what? And the publicist shot him an idea, pitched the idea, what I'm going to do to get bums on seats in your show mm-hmm. is I'm going to get a celebrity into your crowd in your show Good. and it's going to come up in confidential. Great. So the celebrity was Belvedere <laughs> from Good Morning Australia with Bert Newton. How did you get Belvedere? <laughs> Oh my god! And how, how did they get him in there without the paparazzi finding? Him? Well, he wouldn't have been dumb enough to leave a ticket behind. That's for sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> Booking name Belvedere. Belvedere. <laughs> but then the saddest part of that is, I don't think it even actually ended up happening. I don't oh, think really? Belvedere. Yeah. I don't think they. No, even Belvedere had some. Belvedere had something better to do. <laughs> it's like keep my name out of this. Yeah, Belvedere had tickets to Husey that night. Right. Couldn't make it yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how's this? I don't know if this is true. I haven't actually contacted him to see if this. This is true. So uh, Ian Bag, do you know mm-hmm. Ian Bag? Yeah, Wonderful, last week. Yeah, right? Very oh, funny. Like one of the best comedians in the world, and like uh, yeah, a guy that I've known for a, a lot of years, and I just like think the world of. Right. So the other day, he's tweeted. He's gone. I've booked two uh, tickets to the third row of Will <laughs> Anderson's and I. And he said, "I'm not going. I just want him to see what empty seats look like." Right. <laughs> and I thought that's pretty funny. So I replied back, "Mate, don't be silly. You couldn't get two tickets that down the front at this late stage." <laughs> you know, joking around. But then I've gone to my show that night, and in the third row, middle, there are two empty seats. <laughs> now I don't know if that's just the biggest coincidence of all yeah. time, or Ian Bag is a fucking cool mother. <laughs> because about three months ago he must have thought of that practical joke and done it yeah. so I haven't got back to him to know if that's oh, true wow. but yeah or he's it. gone he's had to go in through Ticketmaster and go right. can I have the contact details of who bought these tickets for this seat on this night right and then he's had to like pay them off right you know, yeah, yeah. or kill them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kill them on the way to the venue yeah. <laughs> he's, just for the joke yeah. Yeah. he's devoted or maybe one. maybe you got Greco'd again oh. that's, his, that's his way of doing it he puts you off more by having empty seats but he knows you'll put Daslo off more by actually showing up. That's yeah. more of a surprise when people turn up to his gig. I, I, I would love if they went to those two empty seats and there was just a ticket that said, you've been Greco. <laughs> just G's scratched into the seats. <laughs> yeah, i, I got, I got to say, actually, I never realised when I went to your show, you two, just how good friends you were with Ian Bag. That, yeah, that he just bought almost every single <laughs> ticket in, in the house. Plank is good. Um... So we're talking about like, you know, just before I'm a bit sick, uh, as people can hear, you'll enjoy this. The other day uh, I had to go to the chemist actually to get – because I take uh, blood pressure medication. I have high blood pressure. Mm. So like most cold and flu medication I can't take because it oh, kind yeah. of messes up your blood pressure. So I just have to kind of tough it out, right? So I was with my dad and I was like, oh, i got to go into the chemist and get um, my prescription refilled for my blood pressure pills. And dad comes in with me and he'd been saying, have you gotten anything? And I'm like, oh, I've got throat lozenges but I can't really take anything. So I go and I give my prescription to the chemist and uh, they start filling it. And then Dad goes to the pharmacist, hey, question. Now, um, he's doing a show in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival at the moment <laughs> and he's having to talk on stage for an hour every night. Mm. Do you have anything? And I'm like, oh, please make this stop. I'm like, <laughs> and I just, cu- I just cut it off. I'm like, oh, look, no, I just, I'm talking for an hour. You know, if you've got 
just a spray or whatever. And they're like, and then Dad just keeps coming back to it and going, because he's a performer in the comedy festival. <laughs> so it's and it's like a pretty small chemist, and there's a line of people, and it was just yeah. torture. It was just, and I could see all the people in the line like snickering, going, "Oh God!" <laughs> yeah. And then the chemist jumps in and he goes. So you're a comedian, are you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and he goes, you seem like you'd be pretty funny. I'm like, do I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Has Belvedere come and seen you? Yeah, you're that big. Yeah. I, I did get cold and flu tablets. Um, I was doing the project and so I went to the pharmacy at Como where they film in South Yarra and I've gone in and they, they said, do you want the, the pseudoephedrine? And I was like, yeah, I guess, yeah, no, yeah, I would like that, sure. And um, I think you meant to give over your license or whatever oh, these yeah. days because oh. of the like yeah, the bikies are you know <laughs> making meth or whatever out of it. Right. And so I was all ready to give my license, and then they're like, no, no, just just have them. So I was talking about this like on stage at the shelf the other night, and then the pharmacists who sold me the drugs were there in the audience. Oh wow! <laughs> so I probably could have got heaps of other stuff. <laughs> is what my, you know they were obviously fans. I was like, what else you got? <laughs> what else can you keep off the books? <laughs> like seriously, slip me yeah. some Valium. I'd yeah. like some of that. Like yeah. whatever. At least an S twenty six. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have that stuff under the counter? Because remember in the old days, I don't know whether this was ever true or not. But like you'd go into a video shop and like, have you got anything under the counter? And be like, yeah, because that's where we got the porno. Yeah. <laughs> have they got stuff under the literally under the counter that just reserved for celebrities? Have you got celebrity drugs? Yeah, I, well, I hope so. Yeah. And <laughs> I hope one day I'll be famous enough. <laughs> just for Michael Jackson's doctor. Right. Yeah. Shelf there. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, question. So this is recorded on Good Friday. What do, Good question. Do you, how do you guys stand on this? Do you eat meat today? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're not what? supposed to eat meat on Good Friday. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not Christian. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not Catholic, or I'm not. Of You're not that supposed way. to drive on the Sabbath, but oh, really? Aren't you? No, I don't know. Any I you're not meant to use like electricity and stuff on the Sabbath. Um, I, I I actually observe it. I do not eat meat on Good Friday. Yeah, I don't know. But, but you're, yeah. you're a veg, aren't I'm you? a vegetarian. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I just said my joke. And on every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you, just have a good Monday, you have a good Monday through Sunday. <laughs> I am nailing it all week. Not just on Good Friday. Get it? Nailing it? Because <laughs> he got crucified. So I. Uh... <laughs> but you actually do it. You're actually not going to eat meat today. Yeah, I don't do it. Really? Yeah, I'm not religious. But You're I... not religious, but you just don't eat meat. No, I just. Because it's one of those things where it's drummed into me by my mum, who's not religious yeah. at all. Right. She yeah. just goes, Oh, it's the day you don't eat meat. I'm like, yeah. Okay, and I just think of her on Good Friday and go, oh, well, I better not, I better just eat a pancake. But I've got, well, you know what, that's, that's a version of like, like, you know, there is, I, I've got Jewish friends who aren't like, they're, they're culturally Jewish. That's what they call it, right? They're not, they don't really believe in the religious mm. side of it, but they observe all the, you know, the dinners and the, all these sort of things because it's part of their culture. Yep. That's what you're doing. You're just culturally yeah. observing yes. this weekend. Yes. Mm. You're, not, you're not buying into the idea of that you have to do it or you're going to hell. You're yeah. just like, oh, well, this is the day where we do that. Yeah, yeah. We get a day where we get to eat pancakes all day. So yeah, 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 yeah. Swings and roundabouts. I, li- I literally ate two pies last night at 11.55 yeah. just so I could get I just, through today. Is this, is this honestly like... Like, for all the bad shit that you do in your life, <laughs> you think that just not eating meat on one day is going to wipe the slate yeah, yeah, clean yeah. and it's going to yes. be, it's going to make it all okay Are you end. trying to say that that doesn't work? <laughs> when you meet your maker and you go, there's plenty of times where I could have had a schnitzel, but I didn't. Yeah, and he goes, yeah, yeah. okay, in you come, mate. Yeah, one 364th of my days on earth, I did a pretty good job there. If you'll just go back and <laughs> um, I, I created a little bit of religious debate uh, earlier in this festival. It wasn't my fault. I didn't mean it at all. It had nothing to do with me, to be honest. But... 
the Herald Sun letters pages were alight with the the fact of you know comedians being blasphemous because the Herald Sun did this big Last Supper photo. Oh yes, Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so they got a bunch of like the yeah the comedians who've been around the festival for a while and they did that you know the the scene that everyone from the Simpsons to the Sopranos have kind of you know parodied right. Yep. So we all get there. They're putting a bit of makeup on because there's this big they thing. They've got free coffee for us all. There's like some snacks and stuff. And yeah, the fest it's the day before the festival starts and it's all these people you've worked with for years. So well, it's like great. It's like oh, it's nice that we're all here and we haven't started yet, so we don't have to talk bullshit about the shows. We can just have a good time. God, we're all good friends. Isn't the best thing about this industry that we're all just good friends and we all get along equally, <laughs> and no one else is bitchy about anybody else? And then the photographer says, "Hey, Will, can you sit in the middle like Jesus?" Oh yeah. Oh, my God. Awesome. <laughs> Have you ever felt a room, like the piano player in the corner, just stops? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Actual Jesus going, how'd you get that? Yeah. <laughs> so who was up for Jesus? Did you, was there a feeling in the room well, of a few contenders? I mean, uh, it, it was apparent to me that in the photo that was in the paper, like, because the whole idea was that everybody, like, you know, so... I was in the middle, so I looked straight out, and then everyone kind of, kind of looks vaguely in towards. That's yeah. how that's yeah. how it works. And there was only one person uh, who wasn't <laughs> looking in, who was also going for the camera. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Right. and they were the actually person. in the Judas position. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, I like to. I won't say what their name is, but oh. I'll just refer to them as Juicy. <laughs> <laughs> say no more. Say no more, Denise Scott. We know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow That's I love pretty it. great That's wow. pretty great Wow Even at the top Yeah wow. That's yeah. awesome It was fun um, I'm, So uh, I, I'm particularly interested In your dietary habits Chaz, <laughs> yes, Today, yes. Oh, today Because I, I feel like You share a, a, Like a, a dietary Sort of a uh, vibe with us Yeah I, oh You're yeah. a big fan of Really bad food Well we, we all had a drink The other night At Harry yeah. Little Sister And you had a yeah. big backpack Full of snacks That you'd bought From Melbourne Central Yeah And you busted out A, a, a snack that I remember From my childhood That I haven't seen In many years uh, The Mammy Monster Noodles snacks. Exactly Which oh. yeah So you call them Noodle snacks I call them Healthy chips <laughs> <laughs> What they are They're basically like a, They're like an Uncooked two minute Noodle cake Yes yes, yeah. yes With flavouring With flavouring on it With flavouring That was the You look like the poorest Uni student of all time like <laughs> you can't even afford water right? <laughs> yeah they, they were like the hit of uh, of the playground when i was at uh when i was at primary school and i talked to people about them and they're like what are you doing like no one no one my age remembers them and oh, i didn't yeah. even know they were still out there oh they are I, I, I make sure i find them because basically my whole life is a massive struggle between the fact that i'm obsessed with weight but also obsessed with junk food <laughs> which oh. makes it very tough so basically i just I just go out of my way just find as many forms of low jewel fast food I possibly can yeah. and cram my mouth with it. And then <laughs> uh, when I'm not having that, I'm having like crap like carrots and fennel because I don't want to waste any calories on actual food. Yeah. Oh, wow. All my calories have to be devoted to right. Hungry Jacks or McDonald's <laughs> or, or whatever. And so, yeah, so there's no pastas, there's no breads, <laughs> oh, really? there's nothing like that. No, no, it's either, it's either I'm chomping on a fennel or a red capsicum or I'm chopping on like a fat burger. You're, yeah, not, you're, not, you're, not, touching, you're not touching the middle of the food pyramid no, at no, all. No, no, yeah, you no smashed juice. a carrot just before we did this. Which yeah, I think it's the yeah, first absolutely. time a guest's ever done that before. Yeah. 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 And the reason yeah. for that is just before I came here, I had I smashed two crepes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's the, that's the way it works. It's a very strange. It, it, it actually culminated on probably the least romantic honeymoon you could ever possibly have. Worked for me. I'm not sure about my wife. You fucked a donut. <laughs> okay, the second. Oh no, that does sound romantic. Second, sorry. Sorry. But then you stuck a banana yeah. up your ass. So it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it was consensual, okay? The banana was into it. But, uh, 
Anyway, the, um, we went to America for my honeymoon. That was the first time I'd been to America, which is my spiritual wow. home. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I just thought, right, okay, I've got 18 days to eat this place dry. Right. And, uh, the, um, and You're about my, to say out, weren't you? Thought, oh, <laughs> hang on. Still think of the banana. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, um, so and my wife, unfortunately for her, uh, uh, she, she contracted food poisoning on day one, which is probably what you should have done with the kind of stuff we were eating. Yeah. But uh, And I thought to myself, well... Honey, <laughs> you'll need to sleep that off while I go walking around New York trying to eat as much junk food as I possibly can. Right. And so basically for the, for the entire two weeks, I was literally having 12, 15 burgers a day, just yeah. having as much as I possibly could. And wow. then in the morning, waking up, because I had jet lag at like 6 a.m., waking up and just hitting the gym for two hours on the treadmill. And I just to try and burn off all this all this crap I was having all day. That's the way to do it. That, well, you think that's the way to do it, uh, but let me tell you what happens. You get very sick, Carl. Oh, really? You get very very sick because because yeah, y- your body's not really designed for that. And so I had a great time, but the uh, when I got home, I was basically in bed for another three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of win win, really. I, uh, I kind of I went to New York with my girlfriend a couple of years ago, and I had that similar thing where it was just like, oh, I've got to eat as much pizza and burgers mm. as I can. And New York is like I've got pretty dodgy gut and New York is just – we've talked about this before. For Such a big tourist city is so bad for public toilets. Like there's yes. none of them anywhere. So like uh, – Because is, to New Yorkers, the street is a public toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. But this is the point where my, my, my girlfriend had moved over to America to work and I hadn't seen her for six months and so we're, we're sort of reuniting in New York and most of our trip was her – just sitting in a cafe by herself so that I could go in and use the toilet. Yeah. It was, yeah, no romance at all. Just yeah. a disgrace. Yeah, I, I must say, I discovered exactly the same thing. Starbucks is the toilet of New York. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's three of them on every corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah but they say, they, you know, they have those signs going toilets for customers only, which they do here sometimes, but no one ever no, enforces no, it. But no. they enforce it there. They see you go and they're like, where are you going, buddy? And you're like, oh, just the, just oh. really sick, just the toilet. And they're like, nah, sorry, get out. And you're like, huh. Being banned oh. from the Dunny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got a new favourite uh, fast food place. Well, do you call you have to call pies in Australia fast food? Yes, yeah. pretty question. fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. Cook them in front of you. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm working at the moment um, on Spicks and Specs in Elston Week, and it's just around the corner from this bakery, and it sells excellent pies. And I'm a big fan. It's called Frank's Bakery. I would I would promote it for people that want to go along if they ever sold pies. Because here's the thing, I love the pies there. You go in there. The shop is about sixty feet long. You go in there every day. I go in there every day, quarter past 12, 12 o'clock, 12.30, walk in. Can I get a pie, thanks? No, we don't have any. <laughs> every day. Every day you go in there, they don't have any pies. They've got a massive, massive oven. The oven's about 20 feet long. What do you mean? They haven't made them yet or yeah. what? Yep. At lunchtime, they don't have any pies. At lunchtime, you go in. I, this is honestly the question I ask when I go in there. <laughs> Instead of can I have a pie, I walk in there every day and go... Do you have any pies today? Mm. And they say no. <laughs> but you still go in every yeah. day. Yeah, I've made it my thing now. I just I, because is I, the I, shop actually open? Yeah. <laughs> Are you coming in before the shop's open? And they're like, why does this weird guy keep coming in? It, it doesn't sell cakes. It doesn't sell any other sort of pastries or whatever. There's a few br- French sticks. It's essentially a shop with two French sticks in it. And every day I go in and go, can I apply? And I, and I just kind of think the, the owner Frank is going to snap at some stage right. and realise this is just a ridiculous game. We're I'll cook at least one today because yeah. I know. I'm sell it. Right. <laughs> he doesn't. And, I, and I, only, I don't go in at a stupid time. I go in between 12 and 1 and go, I have to ask, do you have any pies? And he goes, no. Yesterday I went in there. It was a new record. I went in there. I went, can I have any, Can I? do you have a pie today? I said, do you have a pie today? And he goes, 
We don't have any hot food today. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, why is the shop open? Carl, I had to break it to you, but this is clearly a drug front. Right. And you've <laughs> just announced it on air and right. you're about to die. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. I walked in. and uh, If you say pies in quotation marks, in the <laughs> you'll probably get something. <laughs> yes. Right. I, I walked in uh, yesterday, and this is Good Friday today, so it's Good mm. Friday Eve. I walked in yesterday at 12.30 as Frank is hanging up, hanging up a banner outside the shop saying, hot cross buns. Yep. On Good Friday Eve, that's when he's decided to put up the banner. When there's four and a half shopping hours to go until Good Friday. Well, you know what it's going to be now. It's like he probably like used to make pies, and for whatever reason in that yep. area they just don't sell. And then now you're coming in every day and demanding it. But of course, like I know this from talking to you, Spicks and Specs is about to wrap for the season. Yeah. So what it'll finally be is he finally goes, oh, you know what? The demand's out there. Yep. Let's start. Let's just make hundreds <laughs> yep. of pies every day. He yep. finally, and then that's the day when Spicks and Specs is ended. Yep. So you're not coming in anymore and he's just there with all these pies going yeah. oh for fuck's yeah. sake and he's out the front going Hilsey come back <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing so I go back to the office every day and I just say to everyone they don't have any pies again they don't have any pies and they sort of are the same as you they go why do you keep going in right. I'm like mm. it's the principle. because apparently I live in a sitcom <laughs> <laughs> like. so I keep going and going there's no pies again they get no pies and they go Oh, you idiot! You don't know the trick. You know what you've got to do. You've got to ring up before you go. Ring up and make sure they've got. I'm, like, oh, I'm not yeah. ringing Classic. a bakery. No. I'm not ringing a bakery an hour in advance, going yeah. make sure you have a pie today. No, no, it's a lot, it's a lot more sensible to walk in and ask <laughs> every day. <laughs> <laughs> the first one would be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only an idiot would ring a bakery. <laughs> a normal person would go in every single day and repeat enjoy, the same mistake. I enjoy the game because I yeah. well, is that because I've been noticing you've been getting a lot of. Pie face during the comedy festival. Is that yeah. what that is? Just yeah. like just quenching your insatiable thirst for <laughs> yeah, pies. Yeah, Frank's been cock teasing me, and then <laughs> I have to get it in some way. Here's yeah. what you should do if you want to fucking up the game. If you feel like it's at a stagnant place where it's going nowhere, <laughs> next time you go in and he's, uh, you say, "Do you have any uh, hot pies?" and he's like, "I don't have any hot pies," and you reveal from your pocket a hot pie and go, "Well, I have one." <laughs> your move, yeah. Frank. You should, you, should sell sell him you should sell him pies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. needs I pies. Can, then, do you want to buy one? <laughs> you hand him a hot pie, and then he hands you a. Pages of music, a page of music-based jokes for Spicks and Whoa! <laughs> now, that's the thing. I noticed when I went in there yesterday, he he had a beret on mm. that's like a that had the Freemason symbol, and I'm like, maybe I'm not doing the handshake. Uh, maybe there needs uh, to be some sort of password or whatever. We're maybe covering a lot of uh, secret society stuff on this episode. Right. Illuminati, the Freemasons. Yeah. Well, are you, there was Starbucks. A, I, believe, <laughs> I believe they won't let you in the toilet because they're having Illuminati meetings. <laughs> <laughs> You're not part of the Illuminati. Oh, um, uh, in King's Cross, there used to be a cafe that you could go to and you just had to order, I think it was like two bags of tea or whatever and they would sell you pot. And um, But you had to do it the right way. You had to order like a pot of tea and like an actual, like and you just couldn't say, just go in and get the drugs. You had yeah, to like, well, from what I heard, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> like, the way it was explained to me, it was yeah. a secret by the guy at the. By, no, yeah. Yeah. You had to order a pot of tea, but just yeah. say the not of tea bit. A real secret code. Yeah, <laughs> no, but it was. It was like you, you had to say, "I'll have two pots of tea," yeah, and right. like one of them, you actually had to like they would bring you a yeah. pot of tea, and like and the other one they kind of sneakily did uh, the thing. Uh, but then uh, you had to of, sit there and have the the pot of tea because that was part of the. Uh, the how cover or the ritual. Pot of tea, one cup, two cups, one for me, one for 
from my friend Cheech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what about like? Surely that must go wrong with like the people who legitimately do just want two pots of tea. Yeah. Right. Just getting narcotics thrust at them. Yeah, I yeah. think they uh, did a really good job of making the cafe look like somewhere no one who wanted two pots of tea would come. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Like, it was not a place you wanted to linger. Yeah. Because yeah, it was okay. full of stoners. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I uh, there's a there's a um, around the corner for me. There was this uh, chicken and chip kind of place that's like closed down and there's a big thing at the front saying butchers opening soon i'm very excited about having a butchers around the corner from me and I'm seriously thinking about when they open up going in and trying to get on the ground floor and uh, go for a job there would you really working at a butchers would be a lot of fun you yeah. reckon yeah wouldn't you have to like be like dealing with like blood and crap and well don't you have to be the happiest <laughs> man you're looking right? happy he's like he's smiling yeah. he's loving it yeah, people love butchers butchers are the happiest people yeah, in the right? yeah it's are true they, they absolutely they are love happy. it why I don't know why don't you come know, in but they're always happy yeah they're just like over the top like I reckon you'd have to audition butchers because you need that yeah. performing arts sort yeah. of thing or something that's just why like, I think I'd get hey in. mate how are you going? Do you want some dead animals? That, How are you going? That's what it is, I reckon. It's to mask the thing that you're just in a in right. a tomb, just a yeah, place of death. Yeah, yeah nobody like, wants nobody wants a mortal and butcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, enjoy your sausages and the souls of the dead animals. Yeah, 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 you're just yeah. like pointing it's going to happen to all of us one yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to buy any chops from Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe they, they are psychos and that's why right. they're happy because they've finally found a job they can do which is legal. <laughs> it's like, right. hey, I can Slaughter animals yeah. all day. Yeah, it's, it's my just, job. It's just like American Psycho out the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go out the back and they have a cow like wrapped in plastic like Dexter. It's like, is this really the way we butcher? This is the way we do it now. <laughs> just a mix CD with just its hip to be square on. Just repeat. <laughs> <laughs> um, now you've um, Chaz You've introduced me In the last couple of days To some Because you're a I thought I was a serious Junk food guy Yeah But yeah. I've met my match Well and truly with you, <laughs> you Probably you, have You've sent me some um, Sweet uh, Japanese yeah. Details of uh, What is it Kit Kit, Kit Kats. Kats. I didn't know this exists. Yeah. But they have a what? A Kit Kat and a Fanta fetish? Yes, they do. They're obsessed with just those two particular brands. Like, yeah, because they, cause we were talking about how, how you went to Japan. And I was saying, well, you like junk food. Of course you went to Japan because you had Kit Kats. Yeah. And you're going, what? Sorry, Kit Kats? What? What? Yeah. Kit Kats? Have a break? What are you talking about? Yeah. And, but no, in Japan, seriously, they put out a new flavor of Kit Kat probably every two weeks. They've had 200 new flavours in the last four years. Are you serious? I am serious. <laughs> 200 like, 200 new flavours. They were just, and they're combinations like passion fruit mint and stuff. Just, I've, got, I've got some of them here. Yeah, yeah. I, I made sure I, I oh, kept awesome. it up. Oh, awesome. Right. Purple sweet potato Kit Kat. What? Yeah. 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 In, sure. Intense roast soybean Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could roast soybeans. Yeah. 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 Uh, Let alone right. intensely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else is it? Uh, red bean mochi flavour. Brackets, I think. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I'm sure not that's sh- the official yeah, term. I think it is. I think it is. It, yeah, it, sour, it, sour orange, green tea. Yeah, I've tried the green tea one. Now, yeah. that's, oh. that's the one that I had tried. Someone, uh, one of our listeners uh, to Tofot from Japan sent us some green tea ones. Right. So I, I did eat those. They were quite nice. Well, if you go to an Asian, an Asian market, they, in Australia, you can usually find six or seven of them. But seriously, in Japan, they're just everywhere. And the weirdest thing is, there's different, they've got so many flavours, there are different Kit Kats in different stores. Oh, like, they've right. got four oh, different right. Scavenger hunt. Yes, yep. yeah. it, it was for me. Literally, I was there for three days. <laughs> yeah. All I did was walk around Tokyo buying Kit Kats. Because every <laughs> Store has different flavors Man. of Kit Kats. I they, like act, they actually have a Kit Kat store, what? an actual it? Kit Kat store where you can go and buy soy sauce Kit Kats. Yes, oh, no thanks. Soy sauce Kit Kat. <laughs> is the Kit Kat shaped like a little fish? 
No, you know why? <laughs> I cool. reckon that'd be all right because it's like chocolate and it's salty. It's like chocolate caramel and yeah. chocolate salt. I reckon you could do it. Oh, oh, they are yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to tell Do you. they have the big finger? Uh, they Is, don't actually. No, they don't have no, the big they finger. Don't, no, they don't. Because that's the other thing with Japanese junk food. It's all yeah. very small. Right. They don't like the, the, they don't the big quantities. It's all the, these tiny little petite size. All their Kit Kats are like the little, you know, little snack fun size. They're all like that. What was right. your be- What's the best one you've had, the best flavour of Kit Kat? What was oh your favourite? God. Oh, God. It's like cheese between your limbs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is another flavour of Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> limbs, Kit Kat. Look, I would say... I'd say strawberry peach was oh, yeah. very, very good. Nice. Oh, yeah. I do love that when a specific, when it, like a brand that it kind of everywhere has, just in one country or whatever, mm. they'll branch out and go crazy. And you'd think, like, because it's the same brand everywhere, that everywhere would do it. But it's like mm. every other country just goes, nah, we'll be right. No. Just the normal one for us, thanks. Yeah. I, I, I do think this. that's really interesting. Like, the, the, from country to country, mm. some flavors are just like, like the Americans put peanut butter in everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah. you know, they must, when they come to Australia and they're like, why doesn't everything have peanut butter in it? Yeah. I'll I, I tell you one thing I've noticed. Sorry to interrupt, but also in America, what is raspberry for Australia and America is cherry? Every time you see oh, something right. that you think is going to be raspberry, like an ice cream or ice block, something, it's always cherry. It's just this weird little... Oh, they probably think we're the weird ones we've got raspberry. Right. So it's just this direct replacement of everything that we have as raspberry in America is cherry. It's, it's so weird that there's just the small differences in taste, yeah. though. Because like, we mostly eat the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's just a few things that are like, no, no, we, we have to have this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, grape, that looks grape, grape over there. Grape. grape. Oh, yeah, they love grape. They love grape. Grape hasn't really taken off here. No. Well. No, it hasn't. Yeah. No, they, and cinnamon they love over there as oh, well. Yeah. I'm not so oh, sure. my God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say that um, in Holland, this is a, this, uh, all I do is just go around the world sampling junk food. Yeah, yeah. Holland. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but their flavors of milk are just bizarre. Like we're talking lime milk, we're talking passion fruit milk, we're talking uh, berry milk, we're talking like just this, this, just this is one thing that you don't want to muck around too much wow. with milk. I think. But see, well, I don't lime know. Big, big M used to do a yeah. lime Big M yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, they moved to Holland. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're talking about not mucking around milk. They really muck around milk. They got yeah. this. this, this I, I think they're good for tea as well. If you want to go over. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of different yes. flavoured teas. Yeah. I'll have 12 pots of tea. But they've actually this weird, this weird sour milk, which tastes like it's off. Now, that's what you oh. want to mess with. When the oh. milk tastes like it's off. We have yeah. that here as well. Do we? We just don't sell it. <laughs> <laughs> we have it here eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that Japan, though, is really the home of this kind of stuff. It's really it's our spiritual home, like junk food lovers, because they treat... Their, their fast food places with the kind of respect they deserve. Like, for instance, <laughs> you might not know this, but... The best sentence that's ever been said on this podcast. <laughs> so. but you know, Can you I, join our podcast? <laughs> I feel like I've been part of it all along. Uh, the, it, I, think it's, I think it's Christmas. Uh, you can look that up on Google there if you want. I think it's Christmas Day in Japan. They their traditional way of celebrating is going to KFC. <laughs> what? In all seriousness, I think it's Christmas. Check it out; it's a public holiday. I think it's Christmas. It might be Easter. It's one of those one of those very special days right. that we all celebrate you know, with our families and stuff. They literally have to book out KFC. Wow. Right. You have to book it like a restaurant to go to KFC, and wow. there are queues for miles. Kentucky go- Father Christmas. <laughs> 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 You know the best thing about that was I was sitting here and I was going to do a Kentucky Fried Christmas joke yeah. and I was waiting just for a pause to get in yeah. and then I missed the pause and you had a much better joke. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like one of those times where I was like, oh no, that was better. Good choice. <laughs> you could have thought about a better joke when you were waiting to get in. <laughs> Mate, learn from this guy. You could be picking up 
trash tickets at the end of your festival show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate, that's why Greco saw you and not me. <laughs> <laughs> but what's what is what is because uh, you know like Santa's different in different places. Like, mm. is he? Do they? Is it Santa in Japan? Is that who they had? Do, does anyone know? I don't think they. I think they. I, I think they in the, in the way they pinch a lot of sort of American traditions, ironically, I yeah. think there's right. a, like baseball. I think there's a um, there's a there's a bit of Santa there, but they don't really follow it properly. Maybe it's just, just KFC. The, maybe it's yeah. just the Colonel. Properly. It's just the Colonel in disguise. Well, yeah. I guess he looked. He's he got the white look, beard. Yeah. he's jolly. He's always right. smiling. Instead of leaving out cookies, you leave out some nuggets for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would make no sense. He I, I would has nuggets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would certainly stay up all night to see the Colonel. Let me tell you. I saw mommy kissing Colonel Sanders. Gone, that makes no sense as opposed to the folklore of a fat man coming down a chimney <laughs> and leaving presents for everyone in the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, um, hey, just quickly, Chaz, mm, I yeah. want to tell you this. Uh, before I left the house today, uh, I told my girlfriend I was coming here to do the podcast and uh, she said, who's it with? And I said, I oh, will. She goes, oh, that'd be great. And I said, um, and Chaz. And I was there was enough of a pause where I was about to say, you know, from The Chaser. Yeah, because you goes, don't know how to say his last name. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I didn't. No, I that's how he pronounces yeah. it, from The Chaser. That's my new last name, actually, <laughs> from The Chaser. But I said, Chaz, and I left just enough of a pause, and she goes, Chaz Bono? Ah, yeah. <laughs> and I go, no, from The Chaser. And yeah. she goes, oh, that's a shame, because yeah. it'd, be, it'd be great if you did an episode with Chaz Bono. I'm like, yeah. what a... Would it be a great episode of our podcast? Do <laughs> you have anything to talk about? Any questions? Yes. <laughs> well, look, it's nice to be confused with Chaz Bono as opposed to Chaz and Dave, who I've been confused oh. with before now. There's nothing more disappointing to, to you as a Chaz when someone would wish you were Chaz and Dave. Yeah, that's that, very, that's a, very disappointing. That's a generational thing that you yeah. can figure out who you, how old the person is you're talking that to. That is true. That is true. Talking to someone from J- Chaz and Davis, like, yeah. well, good luck at your 70th birthday. Next <laughs> I just realised, yeah, that when I looked at Tommy's blank face. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just, just looking around the room. Yeah. Yeah. That, but that's the thing I, I dislike when people, you cop that a bit and people go, oh, no, I don't know Chaz and Dave or whatever because mm. I'm, I'm not a million years old. I was like, we're, you know, I know Shakespeare. Yeah. I wasn't around for Shakespeare, but I've got Google. Mm. Yeah, look. It's fair, fair cop to compare Chaz and Dave to Shakespeare. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I they support were the, you all the they way. Were the Shakespeare of their day. Yeah, they, um, they won't be recognised in this lifetime, but like 200 years yeah, from yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. when people are redoing Chaz and Dave interpretations. Yeah. Well, I'm talking with getting confused with people. Like I, you know, so you know, comedy festival time. You, mm. you know, trying to get people into shows and stuff. Someone tweeted me the other day, going, um, "Oh, great." Asked my friend to get us tickets to Tommy Little and she fucked up and got tickets to At Dasselo instead. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it should be a great show tonight. <laughs> right. People resentful in the audience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mate, like I have, like, I mean, this is very common for me. I know I've spoken about this before, but like I often get like tweets from backstage and stuff from somebody who's just said, you know, you tweet me and say, oh, I just heard someone in your, like, you know, in the foyer saying, I think he's the guy who does Advanced Australia Fair, you know, to Jimmy Barnes working yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. Like people think I'm Adam Pills and they come to the <laughs> show yeah. like still see that's so there's fasc- still these people just sitting there going I, d- I d- see that's fascinating because i understand that from like a you know someone who's not like you know super into it or whatever mm. just a casual observer but to actually be walking into the show not right. knowing what the fuck you're about to walk into people are just people are fascinating that's the main thing you learn with festivals oh man like well yeah look you know they're big crowds they're like they're all very different and yeah. the, they all react in different ways and like i mean like people want different things out of the show i i, I had i had a couple get married in my well not get married get engaged in my show like early on this like, year yeah this well, just year over oh, the wow. top of you they just started no 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 no, no. the shit. dude had the dude had hit me up he oh, hit okay, me up yeah. beforehand because they came to 
my show every year for the last five years and they've been together mm. for five years and mm. it was like a special moment and whatever. And so, do, you, do you put it in the show where you go, oh, this, there's a five-minute chunk in the middle of my show. I'll just put the proposal in that bit so it sort right. of covers up for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine's the opposite. I'm like, I'm putting it in a position in the show that it can't fuck up the show, yeah, right? Yeah, right, like, right. Uh, so I always do it uh, just when I'm at, before the end of the show where I do my thank yous and plug some other shows and whatever because I've, I've had to do it a couple of times over the journey and uh, I always do it there. So I've still got a bit of the show to go but oh, it's right. only five minutes or whatever after the proposal thing mm. and I only ever do it with people that I know you know pretty sure that they're going to say yes <laughs> and normally what I do is like they'll normally sit in the front row and this couple did so like for the first five minutes or whatever when I'm doing audience stuff I particularly just hang shit on them like you know I find out what they're doing how long they've been like just hang shit on them and like through the audience just like hang shit on their relationship and then so when I come back at the end and give it a bit of like five years mate you're like seriously can you like you know and then it, it, it normally creates a very organic moment for like where you can go, you, you know what, you should propose right now. Yeah, Bang. Yeah. But when I did it, I, this is the bit I didn't know. All his friends had as a surprise but they wanted to see it so about four rows back they'd all booked a row that like she and he well I mean he probably knew about but she didn't know about <laughs> so they were far enough back that she didn't see them to like ruin the surprise and know it's a, <laughs> and they have like jumped up with like a camera crew bigger than they use at the ABC <laughs> these guys have lights they've got cameras so two cameras they're filming <laughs> 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 it was it was a really cool moment, but I have never tried harder. It was like the first Wednesday of the festival, which is not necessarily yeah you know, the, the biggest yeah you know, night of the whole mm. thing. And like you know, you you could be tempted to go, well, it's just Wednesday, and I'll just do my best. But I, when people are going to remember this night for the rest yeah. of their life, yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. god, I tried hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not want to get to the end and go into it and just have the dude looking at me like, nah, yeah, 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 nah, yeah. I don't want to remember tonight for a while, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. mate. Move on. I'll yeah. go to Hughesy tomorrow night and see yeah, if it works yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to. I want to take on. I want to become the opposite of that. If anyone's coming to my show and uh, you're thinking about ending a relationship, mm. hit me up. And <laughs> serve your partner the divorce papers for myself. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah the reason my... we broke up is I wanted tickets to Tommy Little, <laughs> <laughs> and then she fucked it up. Yeah. yeah. Then I met Richard Gricko and he was hot, so I hooked up with him instead. <laughs> it's, it, it's funny that we're we're talking about my my fast food thing before when you bring up proposals because uh, once again my whole life revolves around this shit. Do you know how I proposed to my wife? Your wife, how? Wendy. I proposed to my wife uh, by by opening up a burrito kit, an oh, old yeah. El Paso burrito kit, mm-hmm. and wiring up the ring so that inside and then resealing it so that when we opened the burritos... <laughs> It would spring up in the air and kind of surprise her and have oh, a like, candid camera kind or of possi- Yeah, like or possibly blind her. Yeah. As I discovered. Oh. <laughs> if only I'd talk to you first, Will, because that's exactly what it did. The one voice of reason over here. <laughs> that's right. Straight in the eye. And, oh. uh, and she, it was good, actually. It worked out well because in the end she probably, she probably only married me because at that moment she was damaged goods. Right. She thought, well, I can't have anyone yeah. else now because I'm so, blind. So you spring-loaded it. Like I did. A, like a I can s- of peanut brittle. Yes, yeah, yeah, like a little rubber band and stretched it. It seemed like a great idea. She's like, they're they're really enthusiastic in the ads. (laughs) When that little girl says we can have soft and hard ones, they seem wrapped. That's a joyous occasion. They can have both burritos and me. That's right. Yay. 
Yeah. Chaz and I both barrack for the uh, the same football team, yes. the Western Bulldogs. That's right. Yes. And uh, one of our hero players, Adam Adam Cooney, <laughs> who won a Brownlow medal, uh, proposed to his girlfriend using a burger ring. That's right. As oh, that's the right. ring. Yeah. My hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only I thought that first. Yeah. Yeah. You you must have loved him more at that time though, <laughs> when he combined your two interests. Yeah, yeah. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful man. Um, yeah, no, that that's yeah, that's I've got most of the Western Bulldogs supporters, and that's it's that admirable thing because you guys are proper supporters because you haven't been uh, a sport with success. Over no, we have no, not. We have not. <laughs> you know, that's whatever the opposite of bandwagon jumpers are. That is you guys. Because yeah. um, I'm only because I'm back for Essendon in the AFL, and I'm still I'm only just becoming. I think. Like one of you guys, where it's like I haven't had success for fourteen years now. Right. And I'm like, yeah. and I've been enjoying it. I've been like, because I had the eighties mm. and nineties were were great, and now I'm starting to go. Okay, I think I've earned my badge now. <laughs> I think I'm ready for something to happen. Do you think that? Yeah, because we haven't won a premiership since 1954. Yeah, yeah, so get in line, Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, preliminary finals are beautiful things. Right. You'll only appreciate them yeah. after a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got an update yeah. for the uh, the J- uh, Japan KFC. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Is it Christmas? Yes. Yeah, there you go. meeting KFC uh, at Christmas yeah. dates back to the 70s. Uh, it, because in a land bereft of turkey, fried chicken was the ne- next best thing. Oh. Uh, the, the store's canny manager was paying attention, passed the word on to the highs up, leading this successful to launch its ludicrously successful Kurosama Masaniqua Kentucky, meaning oh. Kentucky for Christmas campaign in 1974. Oh. So there you how go. Could you, how could you fail with that? He took it on, like guys. That. He took on the pronunciation and good on it. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got to be honest with you. Like, for someone who can make things racist, you managed to do that <laughs> without it sounding very racist at all. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, yes, yeah, so that's an actual thing. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's awesome. I'm Man, heading I, there for Christmas. I've talked on this so much on this podcast so much. I, I think I'm doing it this time next year. Me and the girlfriend are planning to go to Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got it. I've never been. Well, now you know what to so buy. Bad. Kit Kats, fans. We didn't mention the fans. Fanta's yeah. everywhere. Like, yeah, there's like yeah, yeah. 70 flavors and different flavors of Fanta yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah like it's melon. Not really Fanta anymore? If it's not orange, isn't that the point of Fanta? Uh, oh, yeah, because like if it's, it's you're so traditional, no Fanta. meat on Good right. Friday, only orange Fanta. <laughs> uh, you're getting the 21st century, Carl. Well, these these, <laughs> these these Kit Kats that are here, it's like there's there's ones that are just balls, and it's like, is that a Kit Kat anymore? <laughs> yeah, they're just balls of chocolate. I don't know. Well, they have Kit Kat ball. That uh, yeah, okay, it's an offshoot. Yeah. It's in the same family. Is it a break? It's That's what defines it as yeah. a Kit Kat. Is it that's a break? Right. That's a Kit Kat. Do well, you take a break to eat it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. okay fair but right. that's a good point because it's like, yeah, just by trying to attach the name of the brand on it to get that traction when it's a completely different thing, yeah. mm. that's kind of like, you know, if, if, if just my show in the festival was called Will Anderson, yeah. you know right. what I mean? It's just a, it's not you at all. It's just a different <laughs> thing. It's an offshoot. Mm. Or, 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 or Tommy Little's name. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> I kind of am doing that. Just using the first name. Trying to pick you Are you having this? And I'm sure I'd love I'd love it if you guys had this but this is what I'm getting this year uh, people that I know friends of mine will hit me up multiple people will hit me up and go yeah going to go to the comedy festival haven't seen anything this year oh Ronnie Chang sold out Luke McGregor sold out any other tips <laughs> like um, there's a lot of good shows going around I haven't got to see any because I've been at my own show <laughs> they go oh not to worry I'll, I'll ask someone else no, my oh. the right thing to do. No, I've got good mates. So. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I get people hitting up me, hitting me up for tips. Yeah, and yeah. I, like, 
but I, I, I like when my friends don't come to my show. Yeah, yeah. Do you sure. know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, you oh, know. I'm fine with that as yeah. well. It's just, I guess it's just that thing of going. Like, go, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Just say, oh, no, I, I, you know, I've seen you enough. Or whatever right. it is. <laughs> That's I, fine. I have friends, though, who, like, because I've been doing this 19 years now, this festival, like 19 different shows. Yeah. And I think the only person who's seen all of them, I might be wrong, but I, I think the only person who's seen all of them is my sister. Um, and Belvedere. And Belvedere, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he has a seat, special seat every year. But uh, um, yeah, Greco broke his run this year when he had those empty seats there, all bought by Ian Bag. I got, I got uh, a lady sent me tickets from last sort of fifteen shows or something that she had this year, like you know, a photo of all the tickets. So there is some people who've been for a fair amount of that journey, which I admire because a lot of it was shit. But I thank you for seeing something in me and sticking with me. Uh, but. Um, but I have friends who came the first couple of years who've never been back. Oh, you know, no. because they came out to support you when you start, but you're so terrible <laughs> that, yeah. like, their experience of, like... And they, they don't come back. Yeah. And I'm like, you know that, like, I'm really good at this now. <laughs> like, people pay heaps of money. Yeah. I, you know what? If you ask me on the day, I couldn't even get you a ticket. Yeah. And yeah. it's my show. Yeah. And they won't come. Because wow. they just assume you're still as shit as you were 18 that's, years ago. That's hilarious. Because oh. yeah. I reckon I've got friends that are the same. That, yeah. like, have done their thing first up and then gone, yeah, yeah, you, you know, 72 virgins blew up. Yeah, right. We, we, yeah. we get it. Yeah, there's a Harold Holt pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we get it. <laughs> that is still good material. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Still works. The thing still works. Oh well, that's hilarious that you've got the same people. That's yeah, yeah. Awesome. What's what do you reckon? What's the like oldest recording you have of yourself doing stand up that's out there? Oh, you know, I mean, uh, Lou Stom. Do you know who Lou yeah, Stom yeah. is? Yeah, yeah. yeah, champagne comedy. Fan. Yeah, Lou yeah. would have some uh, tapes that he could probably use as hostage information against yeah. me. You know, he like, was a guy who, for people listening, he used to run a thing called Champagne Comedy mm. at the. It was at the Comics Lounge. And it was also at the Armadale. Armadale. That's where he bit. would have stuff of mine. Yeah, and it would be on Channel Thirty One. And yep. they'd, the gig that you do that they'd film and they'd put it on Channel Thirty One's public access TV in Melbourne. But I, when I would do it, he, he'd say you can get a tape of a it tape, from if you yeah. want, and he'd sting you like ninety bucks for the VHS. Yeah, well, I think even back, like, in my day, like, I remember at the Armadale, they used to have a gig called Monday-itis, where I uh, once did support for a a young up-and-coming comedian who wasn't even headlining at that stage in his own right, Eric Banner. And uh, (laughs) it turned out he did fine for himself. Uh, But, um, and you do gigs with Stubbsy and guys like that, you know, like, like back in the old days. And, yeah, Lou would film them. And I think it, the going rate was, like, at $35 at the time. But, right. like, for a struggling stand-up comedian, yeah. like, $35 for a VHS tape of, like, six minutes of you being terrible was, like, it was a lot of money. But yeah. Yeah. So If I've your got, house got reception of Channel 31, you could have taped other people's spots and <laughs> yeah. undercut him yeah, yeah, and yeah. sold yeah. him for 20 yeah. the worst, The worst one that it's earliest recording, if you think of, like, this, like what's really, really terrible that's out there. But you would not want to be out there yeah, yeah. Uh, someone someone somewhere will have a uh, tape of me doing stand-up on recovery oh yes, yes. Oh, i remember seeing you on recovery yeah That's okay one of the first things i saw of stand-up because i used to watch recovery and i didn't really have my head around stand-up much of the time no neither did recovery yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I, and, and, and i didn't know what i know now and everything but yeah. i remember that as a day of learning about stand-up comedy because right. i started i watched that and just went oh this is just like watching hey hey or whatever i'd seen elliot goldberg i'd seen a couple of people like that and I remember watching you and watching the crowd and going, oh, this isn't right. No. No, you shouldn't be doing this. This is like <laughs> 9 o'clock and these teenagers are all there not in the mood and it's too early. And I'm like, I've learned something about oh, comedy that But day. not even just that. Like, this is how it gets better. So uh, basically, so yeah, it's 9 o'clock in the morning. You're doing stand-up comedy on television. The audience who are there are all teenagers, right? Like, who are there for recovery. Yeah. They're not here to see stand-up comedy. <laughs> but then th- they make you do it to a camera and like nothing. 
Like, so you're doing it to, like, where there's no one, and the only audience is, like, to your side and behind <laughs> you. Oh, right? right. So Great. they're not even hearing what you're saying because you're speaking in an opposite direction. They're just behind you going, hi, Mum, hi, Mum. <laughs> like, and so. how, how far into your career are you at this point? Was this, like, one of your first, this, one of your first TV spots? It or? was my first TV oh, your very spot, first, I reckon. Right, right. Like, well, my first, like, stand-up TV spot. Right. I might have done, like, Good News Week or something, yeah. like, before that. Um, or like uh, Richard Feidler used to have a show on like the comedy channel that was kind of like an early version of those sort of shows. Right. So one of those sort of shows. But, but it was, early it was enough early where you on. feel like this is going to be, right. this is like make or break. I was probably like tw- 23 or 24 right. or something like that. Yeah. And oh, and also I had auditioned for the recovery hosting role like the year before or whatever and hadn't got it. Right. 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 So not only did I want, like, you know, I want to do a really good job, right? And anyway, so it's it's terrible. Like, t- t- like terrible. Like, death in a way that you can't even imagine. <laughs> like, death being... Australia's <coughs> got talent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I could have built a whole show around it. <laughs> <laughs> if I'd had the foresight, right? But hey, the man, thing you have was, the fucking audience in front of you. How about you shut up? I know. <laughs> so um, the thing about it is you hope that it's 9 o'clock in the morning and no one... Has seen it, right? Like, so, you know, I, I, most of my friends are comedians. They're probably not going to be up at that time of the morning. I walk out of the studio. Okay, so I've got to be, I've got to have done Good News Week at this stage because Paul McDermott has my phone number. So it's, I guess I'm 24, 25. And the minute I've got out of the studio, I've just got a phone call from Paul McDermott that just said, I saw that. <laughs> 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 Jesus. Well, you know what? I, I'll quickly plug this because um, we uh, I've been emailed a few times by uh, people to plug it. But, Chaz, you're the host of uh, Stand Up at Bella Union on I SBS am. 2. And it is a great show um, and everyone should watch it just because it's stand-up on TV, which is very rare. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. it's a great opportunity for... The audience is sitting at the right spot. It's right. not at 9am. That's right. And yes, another exactly. reason you should watch it is because I don't do stand-up. So there's a very good reason <laughs> yeah, yeah. to watch it. No, but it's actually a really, really well-shot show. Yeah, it's it is. Really, yeah. It's, a, it's a great vehicle for stand-up comedy, mm. and the more people that watch it, the more chance of people, you know, at our level, get to do stand-up comedy on TV, so mm. hopefully it goes to a second season. And, it, yeah, it's and there's a lot of friends of the show and stuff on there. Mm. And that's where I met you a few months ago. Yes. Uh, at a recording. Um, you were there to, to do the, the bits and bobs, the interviews and stuff like mm. that at the recording. And... Um, and I met you, and it was it was great to meet you for the first time because you were a big fan of Xavier Michaelides, friend of the show. Very so much we're so. talking about that, mm. and it's all going well because I was saying, hey, you know what? I, I helped book all the acts, and that was my proudest moment to be able to get push Xavier over the line as a headline on this TV show because mm. you know I think Xavier is awesome, and I, mm. I wish he would get more breaks because I find him just one of the funniest guys in Australia. Yeah. And you're going conversely, you know, I, I was on their list, and you got me knocked off it for yes. not being ethnic enough. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, well, that's technically true. Like, yeah, I could have got in a lot more trouble. Snuck in. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we were talking about that, and you're going, oh, you know, good on you because I love Xavier too, and I think he's so mm. funny. And I'm going to pick him up. I'm going to make him a star. I'm going to put him in TV shows. And look what's uh, happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but you were so effusive and so over yeah. the top. I was like, great. Yeah, we both share this love for Xavier. Great. Mm. And then that night I happened to MC the gig. I went on. Didn't do that great. I walk <laughs> off, go to leave, and you go, good to meet you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just being restrained. No, no, no. no, 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 no I went, you know what? I heard that. That's, yeah. not, that's fine. But, no, um, knowing um, what I know now about Chaz, he was probably just thinking, oh, great, the gig's over. It's crepe time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, get did, out of here. You did ask me. You said, oh, no, I Please tell me exactly where the closest KFC is. Yes, yeah. I, I seriously did. I had I had the hunger. It was, you know, it was almost Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was in the air. Apparently your ideal business would be KFC Kentucky Fried Crepes. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, just imagine. <laughs> Tommy, you were about to make that joke, weren't you? But better. <laughs> but better. working on it. But I'm a sure. better version. I'll tell you a bit of a secret, by the way. While we're, while we're plugging things, something which hasn't been plugged enough on the show is recovery. That the <laughs> there's one other person, a real secret, who made their debut on recovery. Oh. And that is Chris Taylor right. as the gimp. Oh, are you serious? Chris Taylor was the gimp. I did not know Chris that. Taylor from The Chaser. I don't remember the... What's like the, they, they, had, they had this guy with a mask yeah. on. And a little That's zip, the zip. enforcer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. The, enforcer. the enforcer. Oh, yeah, that was, enforcer. Oh, yeah look yeah. at you. You're like name recognition. Uh, <laughs> I love your old school references. <laughs> Carl's sitting there watching you going, yeah. I wish that was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says a lot more about Chaz, though, that, that Gimp is just at the forefront. No, of the it, was, it was a Gimp master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Angus Sampson was the... Wow, he might have been at one point in time. Oh, it's like James Bond or Doctor Who, is it? Yeah, I think they rotated them without much consequence. Yeah, like the one from Top Gear, the one who drives the car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the gimp. Yeah. <laughs> there you the go. Gimp. Driving around I, don't, I don't know if you read reviews of, and look, uh, I'm only bringing up this review because I was angry when I read this review and I wanted to make the point and I had nowhere to make the point and suddenly this topic's come up and I'm like, sure. brilliant, I can make this point. Yeah. But someone gave the review, like they were reviewing the, the stand-up at Bella Union show in the Green Guide mm. and they basically said that it's a great show but um, nobody wants to hear comedians talk about their craft. <laughs> oh, right. Like the guy just said, nobody wants to, uh-huh. and I was like, so I was like, I, I'm guessing some people don't want to, but yeah, yeah. like Mark Maron has the biggest podcast in the entire yeah. world, well, and yeah, it's yeah. just him talking to comedians about their craft. Yeah. It so was just such a definitive statement for what, someone to put in a review. So, to be fair, like, that guy did actually ring everyone in Australia. He rang <laughs> me. <laughs> I said, no, I don't want to hear anyone talk about their craft. <laughs> yeah. I was involved. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. going to be on the next <laughs> census that comes out. Are you interested in comedians talking about their craft? <laughs> that's right. Why that's right. Jedi. Oh, yeah. It's the wrong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I think that's just about all the time we have for the little Dum Dum Club for today. Chaz and Will, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. My pleasure, thank you. Uh, Chaz, anything coming up that you would like to plug? Stand up at Bella Union. Yes, stand up at Bella Union. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And uh, publicity people off my back. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Sundays, SBS two. SBS two. Not very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Xavier Michaelis is coming up in the next couple of weeks. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah now he's back. and he's very good. He is. He is excellent. very good. He's excellent. Exactly. Get into him. And KFC, I'd like to plug. KFC.com.au, they've got an app at the moment. And, and the checkout. The checkout, oh yeah, I forgot yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm kind of spending my entire life working on the checkout at the moment, which right. is, yeah. The, uh, they're, two di- they're two very different plugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Check out my consumer, yeah. consumer watch television yeah, yeah. program. Yeah, yeah. And also, yeah. KFC is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, well it's well, great well, value. They never rip you off. I can't well, wait to see this plug section dissected on the next Gruen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a whole Andrew Bolt column. Yeah. <laughs> we won't plug the checkout. They're doing all right. KFC <laughs> is struggling, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Pump yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, check out when... when uh, that's uh, 8 o'clock on Thursday nights. We've got the uh, best of for the next four weeks, so don't miss them. But then we've got seven more. Oh, seven cool, more a clip show where yeah. you're in a coma and you remember all those. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, will the Melbourne Festival will be over by the time people hear this, but you'll be in Sydney. Yes, and I know that you have some international listeners, so yep. I'm in, uh, Acme in um, Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis next week and then uh, Helium in Buffalo, New York the week after, and then oh. I am in uh, Portland for the uh, Bridgetown Comedy Festival the week oh, cool. after that and then I'm in Sydney for Sydney Comedy Festival for Willuminati so Great. what's the dates for Sydney <sighs> 17th 18th 19th or something like that anyway that cool. you know 
And you're also going to be uh, in the first episode of the second series of my web series, Cheap Lunch, which is uh, coming out soon, cheaplunch.tv. Oh, that we uh, filmed in America, yeah, that we, we filmed, filmed in, in LA. Yeah, Cantor's Deli. Yeah, it was Very fun funny. too. Yeah. Uh, we've got our, uh, by the time people hear this, May the 10th and the 11th at the Factory Theatre for our solo shows. Yep. May the 10th, the Saturday, we're doing a live little Dum Dum Club. Uh, There's a super pass uh, where you can come to all three of the shows for 50 bucks yeah. on the Saturday. They're selling out pretty quickly, I think. Yeah, so tickets are moving pretty fast, so jump yeah. on that. If you want to come see us, yeah. do that. Hang out on if you if you can't do that, we've got the Sunday, uh, and that's all. Yeah. We, we're, we're just in a container a in the container, container ship. It's very weird. So unlike cool. last year, if you can make it down and pre-buy your tickets, so I don't have to go to a park and fly <laughs> drunk people, and then they come in and just <laughs> throw stones at me for an hour, which it was one of the highlights of my stand-up career, to <laughs> yeah, be honest, because yeah. it was. I wish it was. I. I was so much fit by the end of a couple, uh, couple of festivals yeah. that I just had 25 drunk people spewing at me and I turned into a good show. But the shame is no one will ever remember what happened that yeah. day. Right. Yeah. It was one of the highlights of my festival was seeing your <laughs> face as you walked out of the room. It was amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and I think we talked about this, but one girl, like in a room full of people going insane, butting their heads on the ceiling, one girl, <laughs> one girl got managed to get chucked out. Yeah. And then she walked out and started making it with Dave Williams, who was completely sober. <laughs> yeah, the look on your face after that show was like the look people used to have on Who Dares Wins when they'd like have to like Evil Knievel style like drive over a huge rat when they've landed and yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. oh God, I got away with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, you know the weird thing that you missed from that show, there was actually a note on the chair that said, you've been greek <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guys, thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time. See, see ya, mates. mates.